I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yahoo Sports Hockey Podcast 2022 Stanley Cup Playoffs Round 1 Predictions and Bet Show. It's Justin Cuthbert, and I'm going to run down what I'm playing and considering playing over the best two-week stretch of TV consumption all year long. Yes, it's Round 1 of the Stanley Cup Playoffs. Julia McKenzie and I are going to break down all eight matchups in full, a little bit more detail on Monday. So this is purely a betting buffet right now. Uh, but I think it will be useful if I must say so myself. Let's begin with the most fascinating series of round one. And that's none other than the Toronto Maple Leafs and Tampa Bay lightning. They meet in the first round with really it all on the line. You've got the defending two times Stanley cup champions. And of course the Toronto Maple Leafs who are as desperate as any team for a single series victory. Now a disclaimer before I get into the bets. I'm going to be covering this series for Yahoo Sports, so please follow along. But I will, be, for that reason, refrain from betting it. It's probably a good thing, though, because I don't feel confident either way. I mean, how could you feel confident either way? At my book right now, the Leafs minus 130 favorites. The Lightning come back at plus 106 just to advance on the series spread, which is minus one and a half. The Leafs are plus 176 to win in six games or less and the return on that for the lightning is minus 220 if i had to bet any of the lines that i just mentioned it's probably the plus money on tampa bay this is a team that has won its last eight series including two stanley cup finals while toronto is zero and five in its last five series with its current core lightning also just smashed the leafs in the regular season so i think that's worth at least considering but i feel like i got to get a little bit more granular on this one because I kind of see this series playing out one of two ways. And I think really they're kind of extreme outcomes. I think it's possible that the Leafs have an edge early in this series in Montreal or against Montreal last year. I guess it was different scenarios, but Sheldon Keefe had a really strong game plan. That was a motivated group. They went after it and they played really well to start before it slipped away. This team is obviously very desperate. It understands the, the stakes. It under, understands how good the opponent is. So can they win the first two at home, maybe take one on the road and then force the lightning to decide after two long grueling seasons in which they went 25 games or whatever it took for them to win the Stanley cup both times. Do you make them or provide them with the choice to dig in or not? So if the Leafs do get off to a hot start, I think Leafs in five at plus 570 is a reasonable proposition. The other scenario that I see playing out is the lightning 
taking over late. This team is unbelievable in one-off do-or-die games, while Toronto, if it gets to a Game 7, I'm sure they will be gripping the twigs very, very tight in that scenario. So the Lightning in 7 is almost as good as the Leafs at 5, which is interesting to me, at plus 520. Lightning in 7 at plus 520. I think that's my favorite of all the bets mentioned, but I think you could play both and hope to come out on top on the other end or either end of two extreme outcomes uh the Leafs on the alternate spread if you could get them at minus two and a half I, I I would just play the five I think that's better and the lightning at seven those are the two options those are the two ways I would go because you know gambling is supposed to make things more fun I don't think it's got to be anything could make this series more entertaining unless you got a lot of money on the line contradicting myself but either way it's going to be a spectacular series whether you have money on it or not uh let's finish up the Atlantic. Um, and the other first round series has the Florida Panthers as minus 355 favorites over the Washington Capitals to come back on the 2019 Stanley Cup champions. 2018 Stanley Cup champions is plus 270. The series handicap, so again, minus one and a half, is Florida at minus 152. I would still play that number, but I'm really happy that I got on it early and I got the Panthers to win in six games or less. Again, of the spread, minus 1.5 at minus 128. Very, very thrilled about getting that bet in. I could see the Capitals winning one, maybe two games because Florida's goaltending is unpredictable, a little shaky at times. But Florida, this is the class of the NHL this season. They are so attack-oriented. They're so deep. They're so talented. And they've been the best team in the NHL as the President's Trophy winners. While Washington has performed, they performed good to start. The Capitals performed good down the stretch, or at least pretty decent. But for the most part, I haven't thought that they've separated themselves much from the average teams in a season where parity was very, very lacking. I don't think this is your normal 100-plus point team I don't think they're of that distinction. I can't see the series going seven. I can't see Washington pulling the upset. So I have Florida minus 128 on the series handicap. One of my favorite bets and still valuable, I think, at minus 150. To the Metro, we will go. Uh, and the Rangers and Penguins have the closest series on paper right now. It's the 2-3 matchup, and it's a pick em with minus 110 on each side it did open as the rangers the two seed as a small dog and i jumped on that at plus one 100 this iteration of the pittsburgh penguins has just had so much trouble breaking down tight defensive structures and quality net mining in the postseason now new york is not a world beater defensively at all actually they're a little below average when you look at the numbers however they have the strongest strongest individual force at least presents to be in the form of Igor Shostyrkin. If there is one netminder in the entire Stanley Cup playoffs best positioned to steal or be the most dominant factor in a series, it is the presumptive Vesna Trophy winner. The Rangers also have home ice. It's a team built for the playoffs. I mean, we people have been skept, uh, skeptical and critical of what they've done, but they're sort of catered to this time of year. And of course, they've got the elite goaltending, which is so, so important. I think the Rangers sh should be favorites in this series and plus money was offered. So I took the New York Rangers at plus 100. Wrapping up the East and the Metropolitan Division is Boston and Carolina. The Hurricanes are minus 124 favorites. The comeback on the Bruins is plus 102. The spread, 
excuse me, the spread has the Hurricanes at plus 172, while the Bruins come back at minus 215. Now, this is one of the more interesting buildups or situations leading in to a postseason matchup because this is the path that Boston chose. Uh, the Bruins sat key players on the final day of the regular season to ensure that they crossed over. And Leaf fans are, you know, puffing their chests out because they believe it was to avoid Toronto. It was probably also about avoiding Florida and a potential uh, semifinal matchup in the Eastern Conference. But the thing is that Carolina has embarrassed Boston this season. Uh, the total on aggregate, I believe, is 17 to 1. The Hurricanes have owned the Boston Bruins all year. But despite that, I still think it's a smart move. Uh, Boston has claimed two of the last three series victories over the Hurricanes in the postseason. The other one went to the Tampa Bay Lightning. So Boston has had its way in the playoffs. The Hurricanes are without Frederick, Frederick Anderson to start. He probably gets nominated for a Vesna, and he won't be available, at least we think. And any wall that the Bruins have hit in recent years in the postseasons, and I actually think that has happened with this team, won't be erected yet. That wall is not going to exist in the first few days and weeks of the postseason, at least not until maybe late in the series. I think motivation is going to be a huge factor here for Boston. It could be the last ride for Captain Patrice Bergeron. I think because of that, the strong effort and the desire and the urgency will be there. So Boston a plus 102 is a bet for me. But if you like the Hurricanes, plus one plus 172 on the spread seems more appealing than just taking the money line because, yeah, they could win in seven games. But that's a pretty good plus money number on a likely outcome, which is six or less for the Metropolitan winners this season. If it is Boston and New York, which I think it's going to be in round two, I'm sure the U.S. networks will be clamoring for that, even with the SID factor. But if that happens, it will be highly profitable on this podcast because we have the two underdogs in the Metropolitan Division advancing. Okay, let's go West. Uh, the Western Conference, perhaps not as appealing from a betting standpoint, uh, but I think there's a couple spots here that are worth exploring. Let's start with the Central Division. Uh, I have good numbers, I think, on the Panthers and Rangers so far, but I did grab a bad one on the St. Louis Blues. The Blues are now a plus 134 dog against the Minnesota Wild. I grabbed them right when it came out at plus 114, thinking it was going to come closer to even but the Minnesota price has steamed up to minus 164. Uh, and I like that price a lot on the St. Louis Blues, what it's at right now, because I feel like this is a coin flip series. Minnesota has home ice, but St. Louis has the recent victories head-to-head -head between these two franchises. They've both been the best one and two teams since the trade deadline in the league. So an elite matchup right now. And I expect a long and drawn-out series for that reason where depth might be the difference. And it's the Blues that have one of eight different uh, or of eight different uh, 20 goal scorers on their team. And one of those players hadn't hit 20 goals is Ryan O'Reilly, who won the Conn Smythe Trophy a couple of years back. This is a really deep St. Louis team. While Minnesota leans on those top guys, they're very, very good. They're well coached. They play with structure. They have great goaltending. But if it comes down to where are you going to get those contributions, I think St. Louis at the depths of their lineup has a little bit more to offer. Minnesota also dealing with some injuries to key players, including Jared Spurgeon and Matt Dumba. So I like the Blues 
and I've already put my bet in on the blues. I wish I hadn't. I wish I had waited till now. I also, though, put a fifth of the unit on St. Louis uh, pulling out the series victory in six games, which was plus 470, because I think that's the most likely win condition. They get it. They get an opportunity to win on home ice in game six, and they take advantage of that. I love the blues at the current number. I don't know how you could uh, look at the series and have such a discrepancy in terms of uh, the value on the board. It just seems like this should be far closer to a pick and it's trending far, far away from that. Also in the central, we have the Colorado Avalanche as minus 620 favorites over the Nashville Predators. The comeback on Nashville is plus 430 on the spread. So again, minus 1.5 games. You'd have to win in six games or less is minus 230 for the Avalanche. And the comeback on that to either win the series or force a game seven would be plus 184 for the Nashville Predators. I don't think there's much with those lines there, honestly, that I'm, I'm willing to play. But because I think the Avalanche are likely to win this series in four or five, and I don't really want to choose between the two, with UC Saros unavailable, the total games under 5.5 right now is sitting at minus 120. I love that line. Getting minus 120 on the Colorado Avalanche to do what they should do, which is to dominate a, disadvantage, a disadvantaged and lesser opponent, about all you could ask for uh close to even money on the colorado avalanche to do what they should do sign me up for that i don't expect this group to be playing with their food at this stage of the tournament i expect them to be business-like fierce and ready to go this team knows that this is last dance territory they're going to lose a lot of players in free agency excuse me and they know that this is their time, and I don't think they're going to mess around with a first-round opponent. I think they're going to be going for the jugular as soon as possible. So total games under 5.5 at minus 120 right now. I think that's way better than trying to guess between the Avs winning in four or five, and I guess if the tables completely turn, you'd still win if the Predators won in four or five, but that certainly is not happening. Um, Okay, let's move to the Pacific Division to wrap things up here. Uh, in the 2-3 matchup, we have the Oilers and Kings. The Oilers at favorites at minus 235. The Kings come back at plus 195 if it's the spread. So again, the Oilers minus 1.5 at minus 106, so very, so very close to even money. And the Kings at minus 114. This is another one I jumped on early, and the line hasn't moved, so still available if you're uh, looking to get involved in this series. I like the Oilers at on the spread, minus 1.5 to win the series in six games or less. The series features a pretty wide talent divide, right? Uh, The Kings have been an analytically stellar team all season long. Uh, But the problem is with all that run of play that they own and the shift to shift dominance that they can have in shot suppression and shot control, they can't take advantage of it because they score in goaltend at a bottom third of the league level. Scoring is even worse. The worst shooting percentage in the NHL. The goaltending, I think, is bottom 10, maybe at bottom 12, around that. They have trouble taking advantages of the, uh, of, uh, advantage of the advantages they create for themselves because they can't score with regularity and their goaltending often lets them down. The Oilers are kind of the opposite. Well, not, I guess, with the goaltending. They have goaltending issues on paper, just not recently. Mike Smith has been absolutely sensational, and the Oilers had a great April because of what he was able to do, but they are so dangerous from a scoring perspective. If they have equal chances 
with a team like the Los Angeles Kings with McDavid and Dreisaitl and Kane, they're going to be able to have that reflect on the scoreboard. I think if they establish their advantage advantages in that sense, it should lead to them getting an early lead and finishing this series off before it gets really, really greasy in a seventh game. If Mike Smith is adequate, I think the Oilers are front runners of the series. They avoid having to go seven games. They beat the Kings in five or six, and they move on to hopefully the Battle of Alberta. So I like the Oilers. I believe it's minus 106 is what I had it at. Uh, on the spread to win uh, the series over the Kings in six games or less. Finally, we're breezing through it here. Uh, I mentioned the battle of Alberta that would take the flames to come through as minus 300 favorites over the Dallas stars. Who, who come back at plus two thirty-five. Now I don't think the coyotes come back over the predators in the final night of the season was particularly beneficial for the flames, but I'm not, you know, triggering the upset here. I ended up playing the Flames on the spread, minus 128. So winning against six games or less, just like the Oilers. And I put a portion of that on the Flames in five at plus 320. Kind of wish I didn't do that because minus 128 is a, is a great line for the Flames to get this done in six games or less. This version of the Stars has had success in the postseason recently. Went to the Stanley Cup final in a bubble two years ago. They really didn't require much of Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn to get there. but as it stands now, the divide between these teams, I think, is pretty severe. The Flames are way deeper. They've got an elite top line. They've got really, really good middle six forwards in that unit. They've got a great defensive core and a great goaltender and great coaching. They really have it all coming into this season with Daryl Sutter just making a few tweaks uh, from what they did the previous seasons. I just expect the Flames, because of the Daryl Sutter factor, to be at their potential and at their potential, they should be able to roll over a team that had a negative goal differential through the regular season. 93 goals separated these two teams across 82 games when you look at what they did on aggregate. So I like the Flames to win this series without a seven-game sweat at minus 128. And if I was to put a full tournament future down right now, 100 bucks, you got to put it on the futures market. I already have some on the on the Florida Panthers preseason. I added the St. Louis Blues in the season and Colorado pretty early as well. So I have some decent tickets out there. And I guess that affects what I would do with this. But the, the Calgary Flames at plus 800 to win the Stanley Cup, if I had to put money down right now, that stands out for me the most because they have the cleanest path to the conference final, at least in my estimation, which is worth something. You get there, you can manipulate it, you can hedge, you can figure out a way for that to make you some money. I think the Flames at plus 800, there are many, many worse bets right now if you're looking for a full uh, tournament future, but I think I would just bet the Flames series to series uh, might be more profitable in the end. Okay, that was my best bets for round one of the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll do one for round two and three in a Stanley Cup final betting preview as well. But the full breakdown of round one is going to come Monday with Julian McKenzie, who I usually have on Sundays, but we're going to do it on Monday because we want it out the day of the beginning of the Stanley Cup playoffs. We are finally there and we're going to take you through it game by game and series by series till we get to the championship series in the Stanley Cup final. We will have more on round one on Monday. We'll talk to you then. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.